Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Double O and decided it was time to da 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 duel. My name is Jeremy. I could drink Ricardo Fellini under the table. I'm Tyler. I probably couldn't drink Ricardo Fellini under the table. However, I could buy more snacks than Isla. My name is Zach. Buy more snacks than Isla. <laughs> the buy more I snacks could probably than Isla eat more than her, too. Actually, no, that's probably wrong. She is an anime girl. We watched episode 10 of Gundam Build Fighters today. The world tournament begins. What did you guys think? The world <laughs> tournament begins. There are a couple of really, really fun moments in this episode. I absolutely loved Isla and Reiji running through the mall. Yeah, I was going to say, nothing really happens this episode, but I really like it anyway, so. Yeah, Fellini a- getting absolutely hammered and then going on to win his round <laughs> while hungover. Yeah, yeah, if you guys want more Reggie and Isla running around a mall together, I have good news. <laughs> I, I can't, I don't remember any more drunk Fellini, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, we got a bunch of, ki- so if you are just starting here because you're like, I'm going to skip until the ter- world tournament begins. We have a bunch of characters. There's a world tournament. It's for Gumpla battling because this is a world where if you build a Gumpla and expose it to a special particle, you can control it and it's Pokemon rules. Our main characters are Blue Oni Boy Say and Redoni Boy Reiji. Say is a Gundam boy whose parents, question mark, certainly his mom, own a Gundam bottle shop. He's shy and timid and likes building Gumpla. So he had to get his partner Reiji to pilot his Gumpla for him because he was too timid. Reiji is a Gumpla battling prodigy, even though he'd never heard of Gumpla before. He also may be a genie or a Plavsky particle boy or a Power Ranger or just from another country. Or say from another universe. Or a prince from another universe, yes. My new plan, actually, um, my new plan uh, is that he's also a Mega Man. That's how he like particles out. Reggie was trained by the Italian champion Riccardo Fellini. He has a wing Gundam painted like the Italian flag. And uh, we also see our half Chinese, half American, half Japanese. Half ninja, half, half ninja, genius. Half, half samurai. Half Neil, Neil Nielsen. The American champ. He's 13. He has three PhDs. He wants to get one in Plavsky particle physics because you made this magic particle and all you use it for is to move Gumpla. Why? <laughs> uh, this also, we, we also have Isla who is... This episode gets to do more than simply uh, stand around looking bored. She's a mysterious waif girl. She is the Finnish champion. She had to finish off Carlos Kaiser, the previous world champion, to become the Finnish champion. And it occurs to me that Carlos Kaiser was participating in the Finnish block. Yep. Why? For, I presume he's from Finland. What I his do sponsors not. <laughs> are? Carlos Kaiser doesn't sound like a Finnish name to you. It does not. We'll no. see the German champion next episode. Spoilers. So maybe he just didn't want to compete with him. Let's see who else. There's uh, Yasuko Mao. He is another Japanese boy because Japan gets 30-ish representatives, according to my math this episode. Well, the PPSE guy, I could definitely see just being seeded in. Yeah, yeah. No, yep. he, he is. If not this episode, next episode, it, it specifically says PPSE gets to name one participant. You'd think they would reserve the right to name more of them. So if, for example, the previous world champion got beat by a ringer at the last minute, you could invite him too. But that would make a lot of sense to do, because you'd figure most people would want to see him go again. But they apparently only can arbitrarily name one entrant. So Mao is the heir apparent to a Gumpla building dojo. Let's see. Unfortunately, we, we don't see any more of uh, Yuki from 
say school. Yeah, who's who they the president had an, of his class and model building club. And they had an epic duel in like episode six. He was a cool character. He was it's an sad awesome they had to write character. him out of the show. Yeah, it sucks, right? right? Like, There's also Rinko, who says mom, and Chino, who says girlfriend. There may or may not be air quotes around that. <laughs> and then there's a Rumberall. Yeah, there's just Rumberall. Rumberall, yeah, and their coach. He's also saying Reiji's coach. Anyone else? Oh, Kalala. Kalala is a Gumpla idol who say and Reiji defeated because she tried to cheat on them. She sh- <laughs> <laughs> she sure does for appear in this click, episode. She gets to listen to someone talk about the OFS MS team this episode. Yep. Anyone else? I'm forgetting. Um, uh, it's basically all the characters we've met so far are here. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ken Orion is not in this one. Except for Sasaki. Even Greco Logan, who I said never shows up again, briefly appears in this episode. So if you want to watch episode 10 of Gundam Build Fighters, you can do so on Crunchyroll. And I mostly recommend you do. This would be a wild place to start, but not the worst place to start, actually. Because it is the start of the actual world tournament arc. Yeah. Although you wouldn't necessarily have the like character connections between a couple of the characters here the last three episodes did mo- were mostly devoted to building up two new characters right with nils and i guess mao is not new but uh I, but isla isla yeah I- isla's been all in all after credits i feel like i guess not the one episode because we did see her defeat uh the other guy on gawain. gawain gawain in his dark gundam but i was about to say you could not know isla exists if you didn't watch after the credits that's not quite true we start with ricardo fellini with his scooter at that cafe on a date, being called by his friend Greco, who's like, hey, let me put you on speakerphone. I'm on a date. And I'm Greco like, has sent him a YouTube video of, of Carlos Ky- Kaiser losing. I'm going to say that's the Gundam Battle Wow, wow channel. That is a character design that they just <laughs> decided to waste. Yeah, Carlos Kaiser, they put a lot of, like, we talked about it last time he showed up, but that is a lot of design for a guy who gets beat in three seconds. So Ricardo's like, who is his opponent? And Logan's like, Team Nemesis. And Felina's like, you said Gawain won? His name's Gawain. <laughs> and he's like, no, a teenager. <laughs> it was a teenage girl. And, uh, and we Mal see Mal like, is also a reacting. Girl. Yeah, so we see a couple of uh, what are presumably just going to be probably chumps for beating up later. Again, we've seen these all these guys before. Yes. But, but the, like they haven't been specifically named off yet. So it's kind of like, hey, these characters exist, but they're going to be jobbers. And Nils Nielsen is like, Kaiser lost. Does that mean this is going to be easy? And we cut the PPSE where there's a work emergency of them trying to Google Isla and not being able to find anything. <laughs> you think there would at least be her previous rounds in the finished tournament? Well, I mean, they don't. if they don't know anything about her, they may not know anything else because she was wearing a helmet. But and then we cut to her, walk, her with her like manager walking through an airport. Again, you would think there would at least be her other matches in... She wore a different helmet every time. There's no way to know. <laughs> no, it was a team thing. So the other members of the team got her there, and then she just wasted Carlos Kaiser. Uh, so we get the opening off the amazing cliffhanger of Isla and her boss in an airport with, <laughs> with the little roll-on luggage. As they, while she's distracted, presumably by some cheap movie theater popcorn. No, I assumed expensive movie theater popcorn. Although she's, well, I was going to say she's clearly more of a sweets person, but they do fight over that meat bun later, so... Uh, it could be caramel popcorn. That's what makes it expensive. Cut so, to uh, sleepy Say. Say is barricaded himself in the, uh, well, it's Say and Reiji are in like the gunpla battle, battle room. room. With the keep outside. And Reggie like <laughs> stumbles out as if he has just mastered the zero system. Like panting and collapsing and be like, Say's gunpla is so good, guys. Oh. 
I say is like asleep on the other side. It's like a weird smile. He's like, yeah. He's dreaming about Chino. As like and- a plot. Uh, cut to Kilala, who is the image character for the Gumpa World Tournament, because image characters are a thing in Japan. And uh, Zay is like, hey, look, she's on TV, and Reiji is like, uh, yeah, not, that doesn't surprise me. She seemed like she was the shonen protagonist of her own idol show when we met, <laughs> and she was just crossing over, so that checks out. Anyway, she explains that the World Tournament is about to begin, like we didn't know already. What the fuck is up with that bridge? Uh, let's get to the island. Why does it wave? Uh, because there were rocks under it, and they just went in that formation. It was cheaper. There are more than 80 Gumpla fighters from 68 countries, which implies that there are 12 Japanese participants to me. <laughs> that does make sense. Like, what, what would make more sense to me from, like, a distribution, you would see, like, maybe two or three from the States, two or three from... Uh, China. China, two or three from... India, well, you probably, you might, since, it. since it's Japan, you might see five or six, but... Like, 12 seems ex- excessive. We Especially do. with America getting one. But we, maybe it's because we're American, so... We do find out that Say and Reiji are from block three. Yes. So, maybe... So they're at least minimum five. Yeah. Maximum 12. Well, wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't Mao six from because, six? No, Mao's from five. Okay. Uh, I guess minimum six because of Meijin Kawaguchi, who is Japanese. But that doesn't necessarily have to be a Japanese person. Yeah. It just is. It just is. Anyway, there's a full-on arena for it. It's cool. And then so Kilala is like, all right, let me explain the whole rule set. Let me do an exposition. Anyway, much like Riot, this company doesn't understand GSL groups. So we just made up a group stage at the start. You'll get points if you win. And the top 16 after whatever arbitrary things we do that will be cool for anime get put in a real ass bracket. No double elimination. What's that? Sounds like it ruins the drama to me. So Rinko comes in and is like, hey, Ralsan's here to drive you guys. You know, I wonder, because Say and Reiji... We're watching this announcement on TV. Did they not know what the format was going to be? I assume they just had the news on, and this is just like the fluff news segment on the local Gundam thing. And like they're like, hey, we know that person. So they kept watching. I wondered how much they, like, they probably would have gotten like a letter saying, here's the format and yeah. here's your group. And I assume Say read and comprehended it. And Reggie was like, yeah, whatever. Just tell me where to go. Yeah. So Ralsan is giving them a ride because Rinko has to watch the shop. And he's going to the tournament anyway. And, and Rinko asked coach. him. She's like, please take care of them. And he's like, I shall do so. And uh, China manages to show up just in time to give them a couple of charms. Specifically to give Say a charm and also Reggie's there, I guess. Well, she gives him a charm too. Well, yeah, but... But Re- Reggie's like, I assume you worked on Say's and mine was either the one you rushed out immediately after or the one you did first to make sure you wouldn't fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and, but, and he says, but thanks. But I would expect that she spent a lot of time working on Say's, but... Sheena also doesn't seem like the kind of person to half-ass something that she was giving to somebody, because even then, I would expect Reiji to be a friend to her as well, or she'd consider Reiji a friend. Yeah, he taught her how to gump about it. I love how Reiji is sleeping in the backseat of Rawl's Hummer. He's got to conserve his strength for the tournament and stealing sweets. Yeah. So they're at the Player's Village, and apparently by the 10th day of the tournament, 70% of people will be evicted. Uh, That sounds like a Riot Games tournament. They don't kick people out. They kick people out immediately. That's why they never have players on desks or anything in world tournaments after they lose a game. I didn't know that. That's dumb. Yeah. Well, Zach, they can't pay for hotels. They only got China money and biggest video game in the world money. That's dumb. But uh, Rambaral is like, I can't uh, I, I can't stay here because I'm not a player, but here, let me salute as I tell you to survive. <laughs> I do like <laughs> Say saluting back and Reiji just... Not. This is some nerd <laughs> shit. Get out of here. <laughs> they have a very nice hotel room. By the way, 
Yeah, they have a big room. Like, their rooms are weird because they've got two on either side that have, like, big balconies. And then the one in the middle has, like, a small balcony. So, uh, Say is dressing up in a tuxedo and Reiji is just, like, glaring at his. He's like, hey, we're having a reception party. It's supposed to be a black tie affair. There'll probably be, like, random newscasters there and people filming B-roll and stuff. And Reiji is like, I don't do formal stuff, so I'm going to ditch this. And says, like, come on, it'll be fun. While he looks at the suit he's in, he's like, ooh, this does not suit me. I do like, like, he's like, if I do say so myself, this is terrible, actually. (laughs) This really doesn't suit me. I don't know. Seems fine. A character designer made this, so it looks great. But I mean, honestly, he figured out the bow tie, which I think is the hardest part of that outfit. It's probably a clip-on. Well, it's like, this is black tie. Dude, that's like business casual. And a bow tie. I mean, it's a jacket. It's more than business casual, but it's not wedding attire anyway say he comes out like so reggie how are you and then reggie is gone reggie has ditched there's a little outline of where he was and he is no longer there i love the like the the knob thing the do not disturb thing it's just on reggie's uh outfit and reggie is walking out of the hotel being like sorry say but your mom gave me cash so it's time to check out the restaurant you know for whatever reason i suddenly just noticed that on this side of the building there's no fire escape oh you just jump well, that works for Reggie, and <laughs> apparently I love, but I don't know how well that would work for Say. Uh, Reggie will just fireman carry Say out. It'll be fine. Honestly, I totally get this. Say is super nervous talking to this guy. I'd be super nervous showing up to that, too. Yeah, I love how, like, Mao shows up, and Say's just like, oh, thank God, someone I know. Like, that's so relatable. Well, especially because, <laughs> like, Say, as he pans around, is definitely the youngest person in this room. And there's no way any of these people speak Japanese. Necessarily. But yeah, Mao shows up and is like, hey, I'm still wearing my hat. I like how Mao came over with a drink for him, even. I feel like Mao spotted him, saw that he, and figured he was going to be super nervous. Does Mao own his own tuxedo? Maybe. Because he is like, red, yeah. I mean, presumably the other school guy has been to tournaments before and was like, you'll need a suit. So. so they start chatting and Mao tries to get Say to tell him anything about his gunpla. But, but then they start nerding out about all the people that they see. Yeah, like Long Dalara, the Thai champion. He's got a cool beetleborg. Apparently, he has also been to the world tournament before. And he's like, hey, say, look at that. That's Ricardo Fellini. And then my immediate response, like the thought that I immediately had was, oh, man, Say's probably like, I know that guy. And then I'm like, wait, no, actually, Say's never actually met Ricardo Fellini. Which is, and his reaction when Ricardo looks over and is like, oh, it's Reggie's friend, Say. <laughs> and he's like, why does Ricardo Fellini know my name? And Ricardo's like, yeah, I saw that rat-ass battle you had with you. I guess you didn't see me because I was on a rafters. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mao is like, man, Fellini knows who you are. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Fellini is like, wait, Reggie isn't with you? Where, Where is he? So Say's immediate thought was like, wait, how do you know him? And then he connects the dots that Reggie has been training with Fellini the entire time. And says so like, ah, oh, he never mentioned it. Anyway, thanks. I'm sure Reggie was a handful and probably bothered you a lot. And Ricardo's like, no, he, no. <laughs> not, not that much besides the time he uh, cock blocked me. And now he's like, oh, I have to introduce myself if I want to get in here. And Fellini's like, I know you too. You're Master Cheenan of the Gumpless School pupil, right? I know your master kind of. You know, he kind of, Fellini kind of gives off the uh, reputation of, like, does his homework. But then a wild Kirara appears. In an actually good outfit. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just like the hair down. Maybe that's all it is. No, the dress is also pretty good. And she congratulates Say on making it. <laughs> and Mao doesn't know who she is. I love her, like, her sad face there. And I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. And Say's like, anyway, you seem busy. 
And Mal also is like, I saw you on TV. And then she immediately like, gets her confidence back. What, what's great is the music, like, needle scratches, and then slowly picks back up as they start complimenting her again. <laughs> and she's like, I will use this opportunity to become Japan's next top idol. And, and Ricardo then, Fellini is like, excuse me, I believe you are a woman in this series. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, miss. I lack a victory Gundam to flirt with, but... Oh, Look wait. how hot I am. <laughs> she, she immediately falls for him, and, se- and Mao is like, wow, just like Gunpla Battle, he's fast as lightning. I respect that as someone who is also aggressive with girls he likes, as Ricardo walks off with Kilala. And we find out that Isla has also not made it to this party. Because her manager is trying to find her via cell phone. And it's like, God damn it. I'll Actually, go he's, he's talking to his boss, and he can't find her. I assume this is like a handler for her that he is talking to rather than his boss. But Cut to the mall where Reiji is looking around for food. Well, he has just eaten some nice eel, which is a good appetizer. I like how it's an entire eel restaurant, apparently. <laughs> and so he have, I, he has a list of food from Rambaral to try. But as he goes around looking for them, they're all sold out. Sweet You'd think sticks. they would stock a lot more knowing that the tournament is starting soon? Well, they did until a while they like <laughs> came it through. I like the turtle buns. I've never seen these before. I assume they're like a specialty here. And so Reiji makes it to the meat bun place and there's one left. And he tries to order it, but Isla has also managed to teleport here and also attempts to order it. And we cut away on that cliffhanger to drunk Fellini. I love how everybody is watching him be drunk talk at... Uh, Talking at Kirara. And my favorite thing is, instead of flirting with her, is like, did you see that 08th MS Team bonus video? It's so good. The between animations are great. I, I it love how- It cost 100 bucks for that DVD, and every dollar got put into the animation. He's right. It does look that good, but- I love how, like, it is clear the bloom is off the rose for Kiara as he's talking at her. And also say it now, who are watching. <laughs> and then they just say- I don't know which one says it, but I wow. think it's Mao. Okay, I thought it was. It's just like, I'm disillusioned and says, like, I agree. Uh, then we don't get an eye catch. The secret is, I never had high respect for Ricardo Fellini anyway, so I'm not disillusioned at all. Hello, and thank you for listening to episode 10, the one where the tournament begins. Hi, I'm Tyler. I don't know why I felt I need to say that, but I'm going to keep it pretty short and sweet this week. Hey, do you like those games where people come up with terrible descriptions of things and then you have to guess what they are? And what if those were anime? Well, we have a Patreon bonus episode up where I make Zach and Jeremy do that. They got an A, but not a perfect score, but an A. So if you want to listen to what they got wrong, go check out our patreon.com slash last podcast. Otherwise, if you're listening to this, odds are you're probably already on our Discord. But if you're not, we have a link on our website, www.lastpodcast.com. If you click over in the Contact Us tab, there is a link to our Discord if you want to join that. That's not a Patreon thing. That's just a thing you can do. And we have a bunch of cool nerds who talk about a bunch of cool stuff. It's a it's a pretty good time, actually. I'm pretty happy with the little community we have going these days. Thank you all for listening, since, like I said, odds are you're probably already in the Discord if you're listening to this. So, let's get back to the episode, and most importantly, the meat button ship.
and we cut back to the very important battle going on between Reiji and Isla over a meat bun. And, and Reiji sees in her purse are all of the sweets he couldn't get. And he's like, you bought everything. <laughs> I like how she takes the implication that, I don't know. She thinks Reggie's insulting her, basically. Oh, fat for eating all, all the sweets. But Reggie's just like, I want the sweets. And uh, so the, the guy behind the counter is like, uh, there's a lot of people here for the tournament. So unfortunately, there's only one left. And Reggie's like, give it to me. So or they, they both say, give it to me at the same time. And Reggie's like, hey, you have all the other stuff. Give up. And, and they, like, they, they start glaring at each other and arguing. Isla tries to be like, you know, ladies first. You should respect ladies. And Reggie is like, I see no ladies here. I actually, I really like this because Reiji does that sort of stuff and he gets confrontational quite a lot. He's like, I don't know what rules you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, are you, are you asking me for a fight? Because boy, I'm the first character in Gundam Build Fighters who will throw down if that's what you're up for. <laughs> uh, Yuki would throw down. Uh, no, Yuki would deflect. Uh, yeah, Yuki would deflect to a uh, gunplay <laughs> battle. Isla actually looks like she will actually throw down. And Reggie's like, roll for initiative. Did I stutter? <laughs> And Isla responds with, yeah, I don't think you can keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and then we cut to fireworks, fireworks that seem like distract, they should imply something else. Which distract uh, Reiji. Long enough for Isla to throw money at the shopkeeper and grab the button. And take off running. And Reiji is like, wow, I can respect that. But my meat button's getting away. <laughs> so he begins a mall chase. Isla uses acrobatics. Yeah, she just, she just jumps off the third floor. I love this about like... Isla does all these wacky things. And, and I'm like, in those boots, and they're I'm, up to her knees. They're past her knees. I honestly thought Reiji was just going to straight follow her down like that. Yeah, me too. Instead, he takes the escalator, as far Actually, as I can tell. I feel like he does something else more dangerous because he catches up to her immediately outside. Yeah, she gets to the end of a pier and she's like, finally. Ha I've ditched that weirdo. Now I can enjoy my meat bun in that, peace. <laughs> so she takes it out. It gets like this great smile. I, I love the smile expression she has when she goes to take a bite. Again, straight out of Sailor Moon. And then Reiji appears. He's like, hey, you can't get away from me. And, and she's I, like, how did you? And he's like, I use the power of being off screen. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a genie. What did you expect? So Isla starts screaming rape while trying to push him off. So they fight over it. And Reiji's like, Dude, you have been eating this entire time, lady. Give me the, just give me one. But the most expected thing could happen, happens. They lose the meat bun. It's super dramatic. It bounces off the railing and into the water. It's such a nice bounce. It looks so fluffy as it just bounces into the water as they're in slow motion, just looking in terror. I love how they they have the same facial expression at the same time. It's great. They're doing the same thing. Like, it's, I love it. Like, she starts crying over the loss of this meat bun. So she starts demanding that Reishi pay for the meat bun. He says, why should I? And they are about to anime fight when Isla's boss shows up in a limo. And so she uses Runaway while Reggie is distracted by a ghost limo. And Reggie's like, huh, that was weird. So uh, <laughs> am I the only one who is now shipping Reggie and Isla? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so her boss is like, who is that boy you clearly have a crush on? Isla's like, I do not. And he's like, no boys during the tournament. And she's like, yeah, duh. Uh, no promises. I do like... Uh, he's like, don't forget, we have a lot of money invested in it. And she hugs her bags of sweets tighter. <laughs> Cut out to that too. Say looking very disappointed in Reiji. As he is returned to the hospital. Hospital? To the hotel room. And he's like, hey, I, I brought you some Odin stew. And Say is like, I will take that. Also, you're not off the hook even a little bit. <laughs> you know the tournament starts tomorrow, right? Meanwhile, at the tournament. I mean, in the future at the tournament. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> 
which is being emceed by Kilala. Rawl is very seriously and intently fanning at then, it. Then uh, I, I presume like this is a ready area because we see Mao and Fellini as Fellini is like draped over the back of his couch and clearly hung over. So the first round is up like a pool system where you're in a match with three other players and the winner gets four points. And Say and Reiji aren't here. Well, Fellini is trying not to throw up. <laughs> I love the flat look Mao gives him. What is this purple? It, 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 I recognize it, but for whatever reason, I was drawing a blank on it. I'm not sure what that is, but there is a awesome looking high maneuverability gin that, that gets, gets, gets taken destroyed. out by a Cobra Gundam from G Gundam. Rule of thumb, if it looks hilariously stupid and racist, it probably came out of G Gundam. <laughs> Although, I don't you know, probably... this Deja is from Zeta Gundam. It looks pretty dumb. Does not look racist, though, so. I love how it's also a Pyrrhic victory because it gets his arm blown off before it goes in for the final hit. It's not, I wouldn't call that a Pyrrhic victory. A Pyrrhic victory would be losing more than just your arm. Plus, he has another uh, model we will see next week. So that was the German champion, Rainier. Yep. What's his name? And uh, we, you know, it's kind of like Say and Reiji. They probably have multiple machines. Although, what's the turnaround time on these? Is it a day? Do you have a day to fix it? I think it depends on the <clears throat> round, but I believe the next one is a day later. So anybody who loses in this first round is definitely at a disadvantage in the second round. Yeah. We see a Zaku get punched, just straight up punched through by the, the Beetleborg. Be Beetleborg. Then we see Fellini take out a, uh, I don't know exactly what that one is. I'm drawing a blank on it. And he's super confident. And well, actually, he's not even confident, really. He's like, he's got these super big shadows under his eyes, clearly still being bothered by his uh, hangover problem. But then uh, match seven, Isla. Isla. And everyone's like, okay, now we can see who the one who beat the champion. See what we're up against. Specifically, Saiyan Reiji, not here. Um, so everyone else in this block, uh, which include a, an O, a, calam a sword calamity, and I think an Aegis, though it's too close to the camera for me to tell for sure. Uh, that's an, I think that's an Epion head. No, the uh, Epion's camera is different. I see why you think that, but the, that sort of like jewel here, that's very Aegis-y. And also the uh, V-Fin is wrong for an Epion, too. But anyway, they group uh, up together. I thought the like this bottom part here around its head and eyes, I thought that yeah. was the Epion's formatting. That is kind of right on there. Anyway, they're like, hey, let's team up against this girl, see what she can do. But she releases funnels and wipes them out. Well, we don't actually see what she does, but it does look like she's releasing funnels, and then they all explode. Well, then uh, someone, I think it's Fellini here, theorizes that it's funnels. Yeah, he speculates funnels, maybe. Rambaral didn't see anything, but Alan, the PPSE works team guy, seems to understand what's going on. Isla Jerkainen. <laughs> Isla Jerkainen. And then uh, up next, Sayori and Reiji. And uh, so we, we see China and Rinko have gotten together to watch this. China set up the streaming device for Rinko, and Rinko made snacks. They come running in with like 10 seconds left. Because Reggie is incapable of being on time. I love I love how embarrassed both Rinko and Sheena are, and they're like, it's probably Reggie's fault. Yeah. <laughs> they're obviously arguing with each other about it. Like, oh, fine, just do it. And they put out their gunplay, and Mao's like, oh, man, it looks the same, but I can tell it's totally different. And Raw is like, say, Reggie, do a good job. Show the world that you are main characters. <laughs> I do love, say, like, typing in the information and stuff. It's, it's very anime and cool. I, I was wondering what exactly he's there for at this point, but... So it's the star build strike now. Which I honestly don't like as much as the build strike. I don't... Like, the lack of backpack throws off the color balance to me, and I don't really like the rifle as much. Mm -hmm. But it's not a bad design. 
I just don't like it as much as the build strike. I don't like what it does later. I uh, figured you wouldn't. So they're up against the Zaku F2000, which is just a Zaku 2F with extra guns. You've got a lot of missiles. And then I, is that a Raider with a, with a. It's a Strike uh, Noir. Okay. Who, with just an energy gun. Yeah. Who shoots them with a rifle, but their shield blocks it and absorbs the beam. And everybody is like, what did he just do? So the last one blows up the Noir's beam in a giant beam blast, trying to take out the strike as well. But it absorbs that too. And I was like, see, I told you it's new shit. And uh, (laughs) Fellini is also like, wow, that's amazing. That's main character shit there. Then we get to see them dupe the Zaku F2000. And Nils is like, oh, man, they're pretty good. Oh, wait, I recognize them from that one weird (laughs) side quest I got roped into. (laughs) How? No wonder the person I trained lost. This looks like it's like kind of a hybrid between like the Sazabi and something else because of the funnels. It looks like a Psycho Zaku to me with like a whole bunch of other stuff thrown into it. I'm not sure exactly, but it does have a bunch of funnels which finish off the Strike Noir. The, the pilot can't seem to get the uh, anything on the Star Build Strike. And Reggie's like, hey, say, what's our charge? And Say goes, foot power. So Reggie pushes the special move button, which causes them to Magical Girl transform into a Star Build Strike with glowing cape wings which i kind of like i would like them if they stuck around in the stupid thing that's following them stopped fucking following yeah, like the magical girl star it's yes. a bit much i do like the way that it looks like the particles are just ripping off the funnels wherever it goes and i like when they flap too but i can kind of agree with you the star i mean it's in the name but it's a little unnecessary yeah, how does that even work also? Plavsky particles. <laughs> I mean, th- it looks like it's made of energy, right? And, yeah. I mean, so it's made of the particles. It's not like a physical and thing I'm, that appears. I'm kind of a sucker for a cape. So like having just that like energy cape, it gets right when it does this thing. I think that would be rad as hell. That is the coolest part for sure. And if that stuck around, I'd be okay with that. But the fact that he just has this weird star thing following him. So we cut to Isla, who's getting her very, very inconvenient helmet off with all that hair. And on the TV, the match is going on, and she's like, oh, hey, it's like that one before I saw in the tournament. And then Strong she, moves. She turns it off before she sees who's driving it. No, she doesn't need to know. I feel like she would have an, a reaction similar to Nils if she realized that uh, Reiji was driving it. And then the battle would definitely be personal because of the meat bun problem. I love the picture of Reiji because he looks tired. Like, he looks asleep. Yeah, he looks like, oh, do we have to do this? Get four point. So Sayori and Reiji are declared the winners and they have one of the best animated high fives I've ever seen. Like legit. It looks so, it's like platonic ideal of a high five. (laughs) They did not need to do this again because they messed up. And that's the end of the episode. But wait, there's more because there always be more. So we cut to Mao congratulating Say on winning and having a great gumpla. And same with uh, Fellini comes over to talk to them as well. It's like, yeah, in the last match, we get to see the PPSE special fighter. And says, like, yeah, they're the people who make the Gumpla battle system. They nominate someone every year. And and Mao's like, yeah, and their build team knows all about Plavsky particles. Plus, the one controlling their Gumpla is the Majin. And then we cut to see Majin Kawaguchi walking in. And Sei and Reiji look at him like, hey, that hair. Hey, that's hair. That's you. That's you. I love how they realize it immediately. (laughs) Right. There's not even a like, oh, that looks kind of like Yuki. No, it's the like, sunglasses. that's just fucking Yuki. And uh, the second battle has bad anime stuff, and it's just a battle royale, everybody against everybody. Yeah, the genre isn't even popular yet. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make any, that doesn't even make any sense for the yeah. for a tournament. Like, Riot doesn't know how to do formats. 
<laughs> GSL groups have existed since long before, but we refuse to use them. So what do you guys think of the start of the world tournament? It was fun. Um, the actual start of the world tournament part itself, I could kind of take yeah. or leave because that part's not that interesting. Now, Isla and Reiji running through a mall, that was great. Everything actually happening at the gala thing, also pretty good. I think it's partly because I'm not a huge, like, just even after one appearance, I'm not a huge fan of the Starbuild Strike. Um, I don't have an opinion on it yet, honestly, but needs more cape. It, it might grow on me, but just after one appearance, I'm not, not a huge fan. Like I said, I like the build strike more, and neither of you are huge fans of that, so. It was fine. <laughs> so. But another, the, the episode itself is a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have a high point, Tyler? I think it has to be the very subtle detail of Isla squeezing her bag of snacks <laughs> possessively. Um, I don't know why, that scene is just really funny to me. <laughs> Zach, I'm very torn because I want to give it to Isla's, ex- like, the first expression we've actually seen on Isla's face as, as she goes about to take the to meat eat. bun. Yep. But I think I have to give it to the utter despair and, like, horror on the faces of both Reiji and Isla as they watch the meat bun fall into the into the lake. The synchronization the is... Mm. Yes, mm. it's great. What's your high point, Jeremy? I think I'll go with the way that the series, like, brings all the characters together. Finally, like, like, it remembering, yeah, Fellini hasn't actually met say but he doesn't know who he is and say doesn't know that and so they have this nice meeting and the bit where he's he's like oh god now thank god that's someone i know it's totally relatable on a situation like that yeah do you have a low point tyler it's got to be the stupid format for the first round you just get four points if you win i guess you know it would make more sense to me if you got a point for each one that you for each destroyed uh opponent and make one an for winning yeah or one or one or more for winning because that way just winning, you get four points, and you don't get anything from anywhere else. Okay, well, if I have to fix this, I'm gonna play style. I'm gonna stay away from everybody else and let them kill each other. What's your low point, Zach? My low point, I think, might be the revelation of the Star Build Strike, but that's because I don't, I don't think it got a particularly good show start here, and it doesn't do anything for me personally. It's real crunched for time because so much of the episode is good. They don't have much time for the fight at the end, especially since we had went through that montage of everyone you were expecting to win winning. And we spent some time on Isla's fight, too, even though it's not long. It is kind of rushed in at the end. Let's see. What in I a way that it doesn't feel impressive either. Like whenever we saw a big mobile suit reveal in like your standard Gundam series, like in uh, when we saw the Freedom show up. It has this incredible like presence when it first appears, and even the Strike Freedom kind of has something like that when I, it first appears, and you don't see that from this thing. Part of that is, I think, like there's not a musical score accompanying it. It doesn't even change when the Star Strike launches. It's also difficult to have like the reinforcement reveal, which is what Gundam really likes to do with that in a series like this, because you had to have built it so much. I think my low point's going to be the beginning when Reggie, like, stumbles out drunk because of how good the star build strikes. <laughs> like, I think it's good for building up, but it is maybe a little silly. I think the reason why I just I just kind of ignored that because the rest of the show has been so silly to begin with. That's true. I mean, it's hard to find a low point in episodes like this, I feel. Who is your MVP, Tyler? Um, I think it's a- Ayla, actually, for uh, driving all of Reggie's action. <laughs> Zach? I think it's got to be Isla for a lot of the same reasons, and like I said... The absolute, like, joy in the first expression we've seen on her face as she goes to eat the meat bun. She was almost a goddamn Miyazaki character. She's almost a freaking chibi. (laughs) Do I want to make it unanimous or do I want to give it to Reggie, who also wins a fight at the end? Oh, fights aren't important. I'll give it to (laughs) Reggie. Like, 
the more time we spend with Isla, the more I like her as a character. I mean, this is the first time she's a character at all, right? I mean, she had a little bit of the, hey, don't be sexist at me sort of attitude. But she was just kind of the general, like, super serious, emotionless, waif type character. Like, I am, I am God. I am the ultimate boss character. But this is the one that gave her something else going on. I mean, granted, it's just love of food. As you said, which is like snacks, but that's super <laughs> relatable. Next episode, Rinko drinks orange juice. It's very exciting. Anything else we want to say on this episode? It's a lot of fun. Yep. I think it, I, I think I sum up with pretty much all of these episodes. It's a lot of fun. A lot happens. Um, this almost felt like three different episodes to me. So Yeah, because it's the bridge, right? So yeah. It's got to move forward. It's got to slow down starting next week. So we will be back next time with Battle Royale. Uh, this show does predate PUBG. <laughs> Podcast ended. 